Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. Hey Joey. How's it going? Absolutely. Awesome! Oh, wow. You are in a really, really good mood today. I am. <laughs> Where's that coming from? Jeff and I, we did some temple work this morning. We oh. did some energetic work. I did big release process. It was amazing. Okay. Wow. And then I took a shower <laughs> <laughs> to clear all the extra stuff off. Kelly, it's a, Kelly, It's a cleansing Kelly. process. It, it <laughs> is. It is. Absolutely. And today, speaking of cleansing processes and healing processes... We've got something going on today. We're going to be talking about medical intuition. We have a guest with us. We do. Catherine Kerrigan is is on the podcast with us today. I'm super excited. Uh, I was actually on Catherine's podcast a while back, and uh, she is now on mine. And Catherine, I, I, you know, the whole time we were on the podcast talking uh, about me and what I do, I was sitting there going, but but I want to hear about her medical intuition. I want to know about what she does there because I don't do that. Well, I kind of do it, but I don't know exactly what I'm doing with it. And I kind of want to learn more. And I, I have to have her on my podcast. <laughs> so, so, Catherine's amazing. She's, she's actually written six different Amazon bestselling books. The book that's particularly relevant to today's podcast, it's called What is Healing? Awaken Your Intuitive Power for Health and Happiness. So I'm super excited to have Catherine on the show. Welcome, Catherine. Thanks so much, Joe and Kelly, for having me and um, everybody out there. Whatever's going on, you can heal yourself. 
That's the message. Awesome. Very cool. Awesome. So, you know, I've got some questions for you. I've got like a million questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start you with the easy one from for our listeners, which is what is a medical intuitive? Well, basically a medical intuitive is a person who reads you and reads your physical body, energetic body, emotional, mental, and spiritual. And as a medical intuitive, there is two parts to what I do. Number one is I figure out what's actually wrong. And secondly, I figure out what will work in your case to make you better. So a lot of times people will say, you've got a million things wrong with you, you know, and then just leave you in the dumps. I, that's not my approach. I like to empower people and really show you the way. I'm all about natural healing. I come from a medical family. My brother's a doctor. My dad's a doctor. My grandfather was a doctor. My great-grandfather was a doctor. My uncle was a doctor. And I do natural healing. And I have great respect for the medical profession. And when any of my clients need to go to a doctor or get a lab test, I'll say, I would like you to set up an appointment with your medical doctor and ask him or her to check these things out. But if there's something that can be done naturally, that's what I'm about. So in essence, a medical intuitive is someone who reads all five levels of your being and who empowers you to understand not only what is wrong, but what will work to make you better. Okay, so when you talk about the all five levels of being, what are those? Well, you know, a lot of times when we think about our body, we think about the flesh and the bones and the organs, and that is definitely your body. But in addition to that, you have four other bodies. And a good way to think of this is layers. So you have an energy body, which includes your breath, your chakras, which your audience probably knows all about, as well as your acupuncture system, okay? And I'm gonna get a little bit technical. So there's a flow of energy in your body. There's a Hara line, and the Hara is a vertical electrical current going from basically universal consciousness through you down into the earth. Your Hara feeds your chakras, which are energy vortexes. The chakras feed the acupuncture meridians, and the meridians feed the muscles, and then the muscles feed the organs. So part of what I do, if I'm doing a medical intuitive reading, if I'm reading the energetic body, I'm like, where did this get boned up? <laughs> is there a block in the Hara? Is there a block in a chakra? Is there a block in a meridian? Is there a block, you know, in the muscle or in the organ? So by the time this ease has manifested in your organ level, it's been in your energy body for some time. Then there's the emotional body. And you, you have to have great respect for the power of your emotions because emotions can shut down literally any aspect of your being. Yeah. And then there's your mental body, which, your, which is your thoughts and your beliefs. And then there's your soul, which is the eternal part of you, the part of you that has been with you, you know, throughout all eternity. Now, the thing to understand is, as we've all experienced, when you're clearing karma, understanding your soul purpose, completing karmic contracts with other people that you may have had soul agreements. Your soul controls your mind. Your mind, your thoughts and your beliefs control your emotions, your emotional process. Your emotions control your energy 
and your energy body controls the physical. So when you experience dis-ease, it's been in your energy field for some time. So when you experience illness, basically illness begins in the energy field and comes through these layers, comes through your spiritual body, your mental, your emotional, energetic, and then physical. And when you want to heal, you've got to push things out all the way through all these bodies. Now, a lot of times my clients are working really hard on one level. They're eating well, they're exercising, or they're doing a lot of emotional work. But what I do, I'm kind of like a little detective. I'm like, okay, you're eating right, you're taking a ton of supplements. That's not your problem. (laughs) (laughs) What you really need to do to turn this thing around is to work on these levels. I, I Just this morning, I did a medical intuitive reading on a client who has breast cancer. She's a registered nurse. And I talked to her about, you know, what is this illness about for her? And I said, really, it's about two things. One is shifting her fundamental relationship with herself because she'd always put other people first and had sort of a wishy-washy relationship with her body where she wasn't ever fully in her body. She didn't like her body, so she didn't learn to love and treasure it. And then the second thing I told her was that it was about the difference between health care and healing. Because I said, healthcare is like McDonald's. It's a delivery of services. <laughs> healing at its root is transformation. So that's what I wrote about in my book, What is Healing? So it's a big, it's a really a fundamental question. What actually happens to you when you heal? But it's my experience, when you work on all five levels, then you supercharge your healing. And again, a lot of people are only working on one level. They're getting Reiki, but they're not eating better. Right. Or they're not looking at the karmic lesson behind what's going on. There's an epidemic in the U.S. of diabetes right now. Let's just look at that. If you were to look at the, the morphic field of the U.S. diabetes epidemic that's happening, what would you say about that as a medical intuitive? Well, first of all, you know, you can't neglect the food. The typical U.S. diet is completely toxic. I mean, you can't eat the standard American diet, the sad diet, and be healthy. It's just not possible. You know, the only healthy meal to eat at a fast food restaurant is the one that you do not eat. (laughs) You know, but then again, it's also about your relationship with your body. Because in order to have healthy insulin, and part of what I do also is I can assess people's metabolism. Do you have a healthy metabolism? The two things that cause a damaged metabolism on the physical level are adrenal burnout, Mm. which is epidemic in our society. I was going to say, almost everybody I work with has got some level of that. Yeah, that's why I wrote my book, Unlimited Energy Now. And you have to understand that even if you do not have a family history of diabetes, you can make yourself insulin resistant through adrenal burnout. And how do you get into burnout? You push, you push, 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 push. The only button you have is the push button. (laughs) There's no balance in your life. Right. And especially as women, when we are constantly young and constantly going, And, you know, in that provider mode where your only thing that you value about yourself is how much money you produce, you know, that is just, it totally goes into adrenal burnout. Then you develop yin deficiency. So from an energetic perspective, you have to look at adrenal burnout, you know, and then on an emotional level, it's really about 
honoring and valuing your physical body. So in this medical intuitive reading on the lady that I did with breast cancer, and I know, I know we're talking about diabetes, one of the things that I really strongly encouraged her to do, I said, you need to get a new wardrobe. I said, first of all, you need to get new energy in your clothes, okay? Like feng shui, your, your, the clothes you're wearing. But I said, you need to get professional help because you've never valued your own beauty. And as a man will tell you, you know, there's different archetypes of beauty. You know, we don't all have to be a size zero, zero. And men value all different kinds of beauty. But until you heal your relationship with your physical, from a woman's perspective, you can't hold the energy of that divine feminine, right? Right. And so, you know, the more that you learn to honor your own beauty and express on the outside who you are on the inside, that is not superficial. A lot right. of people go, oh, well, that's just superficial, you know, makeup, clothes. It's like, no, 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 no. It's like, it's about how you feel about yourself. Yep. And when you treat yourself, you know, as the goddess that you are and hold reverence for your divine feminine, I always say, dress like a bag lady, eat like a bag lady. <laughs> <laughs> Again, honoring your divine self and then eating like a goddess. How does the goddess eat? They don't miss out on any good stuff. You know, they drink the wine, they have the dessert but they eat like a goddess. They're not overdoing anything. There's no shortage. There's abundance. There's right. appreciation for the, the wealth of life, as people would say, the sweetness of life. Yeah. But the never-ending supply of good stuff. Well, it's, it's really funny that you say that because years ago, uh, I started doing something that was my way of taking in all the love. And I would go to party, and you know how there's a buffet and at the party and everybody cuts the last piece in half and in half and in half because you always have to leave something for somebody else. And I, I went and I would eat everything that was the last of everything and say, thank you, you saved that just for me. And it got cut in half like four times. So there's love from four different people. I will consume that and that will be mine. Thank you. And I'd do a service to the hostess who could then take the plate away. I just designated myself, quote unquote, somebody else and I ate it all. <laughs> yeah. Eat, eat like a goddess. Goddesses don't miss out on any good stuff. They drink the wine. They eat the chocolate. But again, it's how you eat it, right? right. It's about shifting your relationship with food. One of the best books that I have about nutrition, and I've studied nutrition and body typing from every possible perspective, it talks about it's really not so much what you're eating. It's about your personal relationship with the food. Yeah, and... and a lot of that comes from, we tend to judge ourselves, like that cut it in half, cut it in half, cut it in half. It's because we're saying, no, I can't. I don't deserve it. I'm judging my ability to take that last little bit. So from that perspective, Catherine, I'll, I'll ask you, why is it so important for us to stop judging ourselves and stop judging others around us? How does that affect our medical sort of perspective? Okay, well, again, I'm going to go back to the medical intuitive reading on the lady that I did this morning with breast cancer. Again, if you don't love yourself through and through, okay, that's going to manifest all the way down to the cellular level. The most important relationship you ever have is the one that you have with yourself. All your other relationships are based on your relationship with yourself, your relationship with your friends, your intimate partners, food, 
your job, everything. And when you have reverence is a good word that I like to use for your divine purpose. Like you are a soul in this body. You know, when I have reverence for my spiritual purpose on life, I'm going to take care of this vehicle so that I can do what I am here to do with ease and grace. Does that answer your question? Versus if you hate yourself. I um, I did a medical intuitive reading about a month ago with a professional golfer. And I mean, he had the whips and chains approach to himself. And obviously to him and his, and I, I questioned that. I said, you know, in my experience, that doesn't really work all that well. You know, at a certain point, you know, you just beat yourself into oblivion. Right. And, and he really disagreed with that. But it's my approach to work with people to overcome their blocks, congestion, resistance, or interference to loving themselves. Because when you really honor who you are and that you have a divine purpose, a soul purpose here on earth, even if you don't know what it is yet, just take for granted that if you made it, that you you know, have the privilege of being given this body in this lifetime, you have a soul purpose. Right. So, you know, taking really exquisite care of your physical will allow you to do what you're here to do much more easily. And I want to just, I, I know we're running up against it for time, but uh, I want to make sure we get in the one question that is uh, really going to be super relevant to my people in particular, which is uh, how trauma and abuse can affect our energy field because a lot of the people I work with are, you know, survivors from, they come out of challenged childhoods in some fashion. Okay. Well, obviously that's a huge question that we can spend an entire show talking sure. about, but you have to understand what it does to the energy field to begin with. Okay. Just looking at from an energetic perspective, it can shatter your chakras. It can dissolve and break down the levels of the energy field. You know, it can make your energy field look like Swiss cheese. And some of the healing works that I do, I literally go in and patch the holes. And if you've got holes in your energetic body, you're going to have multiple chemical sensitivity. You're going to be reacting to all kinds of environmental stimulus, such as electromagnetic fields, radiation, you know, you go through the scanners at the airport, it wipes you out. I actually found some of that in my field recently, because I realized that when I was having my allergies, they were way over the top. It's like my body was way overreacting to the pollen and, and Richmond's a really high pollen count. It's like the top in the US. What I did was I actually removed the PTSD from my energy field, from my, my histamine response. I specifically went in and said, okay, histamines, we're taking this out. And I barely had any problems since. Right. My allergies just went away. Yeah. And on a, on a mental body, you know, when you've been abused, it changes your mental programming because a lot of times it's easier for a child to come to the conclusion that there's something wrong with you rather than mommy or daddy or both of them don't, aren't capable of loving you, right? right. Yep. So people who've been abused, they come to the conclusion, and it's an incorrect conclusion, that right. there's something wrong with you and yeah. that you're bad. And that because you're bad, you deserve to be abused. So there's a lot of deprogramming that needs to happen with people who are abused. Yeah, that's then, a lot of the work that I do in my, my Mastering Spiritual Evolution program is that 
very, very specifically that because it's it, you you end up identifying with the PTSD. You end up thinking that the that the PTSD symptoms are actually your personality and they aren't. Right. Yeah. And then almost on a spiritual level, you know, you want to go through and complete your karma with all your abusers. And you know, whenever I have any specifically, especially nasty interaction with anybody. I immediately go in and do a, a healing with myself to complete my karma with that person because I don't want to re repeat that karma with that person or with anybody else. So just realize that you have soul agreements. I remember one lady that I worked with who'd been abused. She literally stood between her father and her brothers and sisters, mm -hmm. and he was teaching her strength. So, you know, we have to realize that, you know, you chose whatever happened. There is no victim, right? right? You know, on one level, you certainly may feel like a victim and you want to like process that out. You don't want to live in that energy because oh, then you get more. Not. But to really look at why did I choose that? My earliest memory of my childhood, age nine months, my dad was beating my mother with a belt buckle and my mother was covering me with her body so that I didn't get hit. <laughs> and every Christmas we'd come around, this happened on Christmas, Every Christmas we'd come around, I'd feel like I'm going to die. And I couldn't figure it out for the longest time because I was just so shut down about it and traumatized by it. So, you know, it was only when I gradually developed the inner resources to really look at that. So, you know, if you have been abused, please be kind to yourself. Don't insist that you clear it all at once. And realize that you need to develop the inner and outer resources, okay? So the outer resources could be, you know, a healer. And the inner resources may be a yoga practice, a breathwork practice, establishing a life where you, a lifestyle where you feel safe, a lifestyle where you take good care of yourself and you take care of your divine feminine and your divine masculine like we talk about. And you really honor that you know, even if you've had difficulties and challenges, you have purpose. Yeah, that's great advice. Fantastic advice. The work is so important. And, and it's so interesting how we get things ingrained in ourselves. And, and you had that memory from your childhood. And, and you know, sometimes it's even little things that, that can get built in. So for instance, every time I had a, my refrigerator was empty, I would suddenly feel poor. And I couldn't figure out why I felt poor. Even when I had lots of money in the bank, it would be fine. And the day before I felt fine, but then my refrigerator was empty and now I'm poor. And I realized that my mother in my childhood had, she got paid once a month. And at the end of every month, all the food would be running low in the refrigerator and she would be complaining that we were broke right up in, before she got paid the first of the month. And it got, it got like hardwired into my brain that, that an empty refrigerator means you're poor. <laughs> and so, you know, do you always have to go in and unwind it? Not necessarily. I just make sure my refrigerator's never empty and then I don't <laughs> feel poor. But, you know, I could go in and unwind that, but it's, it's you know, it's not something that's hard and I like to have a full fridge, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, and you bring up a good point, Kelly, because when there's a pattern that you're wanting to unwind, Part of what I look at is the different age or ages at which this pattern started. And I start with whatever age you're at, go backwards in time. It could be birth, 
It could have gone all the way back to a birth issue. It could be a past life issue. It could be in the womb. And looking at, again, what arc, what role were you playing? What archetype were you playing? And that's a survival role, right? So, yeah. So it's really important in order to clear what's happening now. A lot of times you have to go back and figure out when did this start? And I have a lot of self-actualized clients, as I'm sure you do. And I tell them, I talk about, there's something called the Johari window. And there's a window in which it's as smart as you are and as much as you know, there's, you have blocks. You cannot see what's really blocking you. And I have a very high level of self-care myself. But when I really want to clear what's blocking me, I get help because someone can see in me what I am not able to see in myself. And I am a professional intuitive. Yeah, It's particularly true for me because I've got my Pluto in my 12th house. So I, I can only ever see stuff in reflection. So yeah, it's, it's absolutely true. And this is why you get coaching. This is why yeah, you get coaching, right? This is why we have friends and, and people that we hire to, to help us see too, because I'm, I'm the same way, you know? And, it, and it's not that I don't use my intuition for myself, because if you want to develop your intuition, one of the most important things you can do is use it for yourself. Right. If, if you only use your intuition for other people, you will become energetically drained. Okay. Right. So, because an imbalance will develop. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to talk about that more on your your next episode that we do. We're actually doing two episodes with Catherine. One's yeah. going to be on developing your intuition, and we're going to go deep into that on that episode. So, you look look forward to that one. Yeah, this has been sort of a great introduction to medical intuition in general. Um, yeah, I, I have one final question I need to ask Catherine, um, and it's going to be a quick one. You said that when you have a problem with somebody, you go in and you clear your karma on it. And I know that I'm going to get questions from listeners going, how do you do that? So, you know, if you're doing it for yourself, what, what are you doing when you do that? Okay. I'm going to give you the, the cliff notes version. Okay. You call in spiritual beings. You ask permission to clear the karma with that person. Okay. And then you check the different levels have I cleared it on the mental level? In other words, have I learned everything that I need to learn? Okay. And sometimes the answer is no, there's another lesson. Then you ask at the DNA level. I did a healing on a friend of mine yesterday, an astrologer with 50 years of experience and her block was at the DNA level. So she cleared all this stuff around the issue, but at the cellular level, she was pulling through these energetic patterns. And you have to understand that 50% of your DNA comes from your mom and your dad, 25% from your parents, and so on backwards. So you may be carrying these patterns that you inherited. Then you look at, do you have a soul contract with someone? And there's three kinds of soul contracts. Either I'm here to help you, or you're here to help me, or it's mutual. And then finally, you clear it at the core soul level. In other words, was the karma so devastating that it affected you all the way to this level of your soul? So that's the Cliff Notes version. There's a little bit more to it than that. <laughs> right. What, just when you say spiritual beings, are you talking about your guides? Angels. Angels. Okay. Yeah. And not just my angels, but the angels of the person that I'm working with. Right. Got it. 
Awesome. Cool. Thank you so much. Wow, this has been amazing. There is a lot to take here. You know, when we've we've done episodes with people where they say they're gonna they're gonna take notes, and I think this is one of those ones you guys are gonna have to get out your notebooks and and jot some stuff down or listen to this episode a couple times. Catherine, this has been awesome. Thank you so much. There's so much to learn here and we're excited we still have another episode with you so we're going to wrap this one up and folks when you look at the episodes that are coming out you're going to see another one with Catherine coming out in a couple weeks here but for right now Catherine how can people connect with you if they want to if they want to reach out to you or is there a website or something you could send them to absolutely katherinekerrigan.com and unlimitedenergynow.com. While you're there, definitely sign up for my newsletter so you can learn even more about how you can heal yourself naturally. I'm also the host of the Natural Healing Show for UK Health Radio. I interview experts like Kelly from all over the world to you know, really empower people about how you can heal yourself naturally. And um, about, I'm about to publish my ninth book. So you can find my books on Amazon you know, written by Catherine Kerrigan. And and that's Catherine with a C, Kerrigan with yeah. a C. Yes. yes. Yeah. And these mobile is audiobooks. So you don't even have to read. You can just listen. <laughs> Easy. Now I also saw in doing some research on you that you're actually a playwright as well, aren't you? I've published I've written twelve plays. Wow. I've had you're prolific. Yes. <laughs> I have, I'm about to, you know, my ninth book is about to come out and I'm already, you know, planning my next one. So yeah, very creative, you know, but you have to understand when you're creative, what you, what that means is you're a bridge from divine universal consciousness into, you know, manifested actual reality. Yeah. And we've, we've talked about this before on the, on the show when we had episodes with Karis Turpin, actually, we just talked about that as well with regards to creativity being that sort of connection point to universal energy and allowing, allowing to come through. Yeah. It's the same energy, you know, and, and just like when I do healing work, I do the healing and then I let it go. It's like, I trust that, you know, uh, that what came through it, is for the high, person's highest good. And when I write a book, I ask for guidance. I do what I'm told. And then I trust it goes, it needs to go where it needs to go. Awesome. Well, and that's, it's so funny that, that you've been talking about the uh, divine feminine and uh, we're talking about books. And I literally this past week, just, I've been writing a book since 2006 that uh, I had the general premise of, but I didn't have the storyline for. And I've got like, like a hundred pages of it written and I still didn't know what the story was. (laughs) And it occurred to me uh, in the last week, because I also have another book I was going to write about my walkabout because I have all these journal entries from when I went on walkabout in 2002. And last week I was like, of course it's about finding your divine feminine and it's about the journey. And I'm going to actually take both books and put them together and create that whole thing. So I'm, I'm super excited about that process of, of sort of lacing all of this together and being like, oh, yeah, that's perfect. That's exactly how that fits. But, you know, I've been sitting with it for 13 years, right. <laughs> waiting for it to go, bing, there you go. So Okay, well, and I have advice about writing as well. So I'm going to say it in a, in a phrase. Be the bridge, be the bridge between universal consciousness and, you know, again, this manifested reality. And it's my experience that, you know, writing is a, it's a conflict between your ego self and your soul. 
this last book that I'm about to publish, my, my guidance kept telling me, this is what you need to write about. And my ego kept saying, really? Are you sure? Why did you read an article, you know, a book about that? And then when I was done, I was like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. This is inspiring. Even when I was editing the book, I, I was going through a lot of stress because my accountant had made a bunch of mistakes. And every time I read my book, I felt better. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know you're on target when you do that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. be the bridge. Get awesome. your, show up, just like healing work. Show up, get your ego out of the way. Yep. Awesome. All right, folks. So if you have any questions about what you've heard here today, you can reach out to Catherine, as she said, or you can reach out to Kelly as well if you if you want to learn more about this. And Kelly might be able to to get Catherine to come back on for another round of medical intuition, maybe, if that's if that's an interest to you. You can email Kelly at K-E-L-L-E at KellySparta.com. That's Kelly at KellySparta.com. And when you're on KellySparta.com, you can also sign up for Kelly's newsletter and subscribe to her mailing list and get more information about the things that she has going on there as well. And for those who are listening to this podcast, subscribe and rate. We want you to share this, share the love with your friends and neighbors and family members, everybody who can get something out of the messages that we're giving here. And this is certainly an episode with a ton of information that people can definitely get some value and some benefit from. And for those of you who have been hearing about the Patreon option for the last couple of episodes, Catherine has also agreed to uh, share some content in the the membership site. So if you're joining the membership site, that'll be a, a, some a extra bonus for you there too. And and as I'm sitting here, I'm going, hmm, maybe I'll post some of my chapters from my book as I write it in there too. There you go. Wouldn't that be a nice little bonus? And that's patreon.com slash Kelly Sparta. You can get that there as well. Awesome. All right. That is all that we have. Kelly, is there anything you want to say to wrap this up? Can't wait to do our next episode, Catherine. <laughs> It'll be fun. <laughs> all right, folks, that's all that we have for this week. But be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your beginner's guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C. here with Kelly Sparta and Catherine Kerrigan. And you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. Each mile I travel over 13,000 now. So I leave behind a Spirit Sherpa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to K-E-L-L-E at K-E-L-L-E-S-P-A-R-T-A dot com. That's Kelly at KellySparta.com. To sign up or to get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to KellySparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions. And my love and my life and me. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. 
and it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.